Okay, the Lord be with you. Uh, this is a, a prayer for, uh, I've read this before, this is a prayer for artists and musicians. O God, whom saints and angels delight to worship in heaven, be ever present with your servants who seek through art and music to perfect the praises offered by your people on earth, and grant to them even now glimpses of your beauty, and make them worthy at length to behold it unveiled forevermore, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, hey everybody, welcome. I uh, just thought I'd create a little ambiance since we're <laughs> getting in the Christmas spirit. Um, today, I uh, hope you're in the, the right place. We're going to be, uh, we're doing a series, for, sorry, my cell phone's in there, that's why it's not going in. Um, we're doing a series for a few weeks on uh, Christmas specials, and by that I mean, uh, you know, television Christmas specials. I hope you caught that drift. This is such a strange seating situation for you all. <laughs> the, the funny thing is it's like equal opportunity. Nobody has a good, even you have like the, the lecture in front of you. Um, we're, we're actually going to watch an entire episode of the Andy Griffith show today. Um, and uh, it's only, you know, because it won't have commercials, it's only about 20 minutes. So that'll give us, if we keep going, that'll give us 15 minutes to, to debrief or so, okay? And I think that's adequate. I hope you do too, to kind of get something out of it. But um, I'll just say a couple things first. Um, someone asked me um, fairly recently, like, what, what do you do? Like, what are some of your hobbies? And I don't know, I never know what's going to come out of my mouth in the first place, but I don't know why the thing I said was I watch a lot of TV, because it doesn't, it sounds kind of uncouth, but um, it's actually true. I mean, it's not probably my primary hobby, but, you know, my whole life I've watched a lot of television. And now the, the blessing of Hulu and Netflix and things like that and uh, the ease of renting television shows is you, you don't have to weed through all the garbage anymore. Like, cancel your, your cable subscription, you know, because... You can get uh, at your fingertips the good stuff. Um, and so I think there is value in, in television, despite the sort of, you know, we kind of sometimes raise an eyebrow at television, I feel. Like it's kind of the, the Kmart or McDonald's of art, you know. Um, but I, I do think that there's some great television, not only now, I mean, we've been since Sopranos and a renaissance of TV, but. Um, you know, there's some there's some old stuff that was uh, that was really great, and uh, for some reason, the next three weeks, the things that I'm bringing in all were from the 1960s. There was that's just a coincidence. I wasn't alive then. Many of you were. Um, I did watch the Andy Griffith show on uh, reruns when I was a child, and <coughs> therefore I don't have a very solid acquaintance with it. I know the basic kind of you know outline and the, who the characters are. Um, and I was recently reacquainted uh, with uh, this Christmas special. And we're not in Christmas, of course, we're in Advent, but uh, you know, there's, they've been selling Christmas stuff at Walmart since October. Um, so, uh, so, you know, why don't we just uh, sort of um, kind of join the momentum here a little bit, at least in December. And uh, as we look towards Christmas, the Christmas specials will come on. And maybe some of the ones that I bring in aren't ones that uh, you'll watch, but maybe you can rent. And so like when you're gathering around the fire with your family, <laughs> these ones I think are, are, are worthwhile. Um, and so I'll turn off the fire. I was also I was debating whether or not to put up the, the, the fire or this. 
as we walked in. <laughs> 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 Have you seen these Coca-Cola cans where they have people's names? I guess this must have been from Latin America and somebody put together um, a crash with Coke cans. <laughs> so anyway. Um, okay, well, we're going to watch, uh, if I can find it here, uh, Andy Griffith's uh, Christmas special in two parts, so it'll turn off and I'll have to turn it back on. The Andy Griffith Show, starring Andy Griffith, with Ronnie Howard. Still here? Also starring John Dunn. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I, you know, I just always, whenever I'm teaching and I bring in some sort of film, I get like these flashbacks from school when we're watching TV. And it goes off, and you just sort of your heart sinks, you know. I mean, you want to keep <laughs> you want to keep watching. I always loved when the substitute teachers came, you know, because they rolled the TV card in. <laughs> but with that said, you know, I, uh, part of me is always like when I do this a little bit, like I I need to justify it for you. Like here we are in adult education, and not just sort of cracking the Bible open and. The, in the beginning, but um, uh, you know, here we are uh, watching TV. And some of you came to the the children's books for adult class. I recognize you from that. And uh, some of you weren't there, but uh, it, it's just sort of an approach, I guess. It's not, you know, uh, there. It's an approach among many of what I'm trying to do here. Hopefully, is is bring in loosely interpreted uh, pieces of art, really, like we're sitting in an art gallery and sort of looking at a painting, you know, as if we were across the street over at the Museum of Art and and what does that, that mean? Um, you know, an artist will come to their canvas, whether it's a song, uh, a written page, or uh, the cinema, with certain intentions, perhaps. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's exactly what we need to get out of it. Um, you know, I remember when studying literature in high school, I always thought, well, is that really what Shakespeare was trying to go for? You know, but I got it all wrong. Um, that doesn't necessarily always matter. You know, sometimes the artist <coughs> produces a symbol, maybe not even knowing the uh, intent, or has one, and then it speaks to us in a certain way. And uh, if there is uh, a truth um, and a human condition, regardless of the artist, hopefully, uh, that will draw certain things out of us and, and speak new things to us as well. So that's all just kind of a, a drum roll justification for, for why, why we're doing this. And, um, you know, this kind of thing, I, I can't really actually come, I can't really bring to mind a, a, a terrible Christmas special, actually. You know, there are probably some that are uh, worse than this, and they're sure some that are better. I'll bring in the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas special, which I think is the best, actually. Um, and but uh, but that said, you know, there's there's something about Christmas specials. There's a reason why people produce them. There's a reason why musicians produce Christmas albums. You know, and and unfortunately, there's often a sort of a sense of saccharine sentimentality attached to these things um, that kind of muddies the waters a little bit. And that happens here to a certain degree, you know, away in a manger. I, I think J baby Jesus probably cried, you know. I mean, 
Um, so you see what I'm saying? Uh, he, you know, he was the word made flesh, took on human form, and therefore, you know, he went pee pee and poo poo and cried too. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, and probably kept mommy and daddy up at night. Um, and uh, so, there, you see, that's kind of an, gives you a sense of how there can be some sort of sentimentality attached to the Christmas season. Um, that, that can be problematic, but the intention is right. You know, here in this, this episode, you see that they keep saying, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. You know, don't lock them away or let them out or, or let him go. Let's pardon him of the fine. Here's the $2. Let him keep the bench. It's Christmas, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, so what is that all about? Um, and, of course, the, uh, there are uh, some themes, hopefully, here with something like uh, what you might call um, the law and the gospel here. And of course, that's kind of almost obvious because you're in a sheriff's department with the clink, you know? Um, and yet the, the, um, the sheriff uh, is the most gracious guy around. Um, and uh, so I, I therefore see um, some connections uh, to life and, and ultimately the, the Christian message in it. And it uh, speaks to me in profound ways Primarily because I'm less like Andy and more like Ben. Um, and I don't know about you, but when I see someone like Andy Griffith, I just think, you know, to pluck a buzzard, I wish I had, there's more ways to pluck a buzzard. You know, I just wish I had those, those liners, and he's so affable. And, um, you know, I, I wish I was like that. But the truth is, most of the time, I'm, I'm more like Ben. Um, and uh, and uh, you can, you can, um, see that in a variety of different ways in my li- life, whether I'm behind the wheel, you know. Sometimes I take my collar off when I'm driving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, or uh, with my children, um, you know, or just impatient with a, a person behind the counter or something. And, and, uh, and so I can understand his, and also the, 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 the almost conver- the slow conversion, even with a 20 minute episode, it doesn't happen Immediately, you know, there's all these multiple instances where he becomes the recipient of love, until finally he's like, "I want to be a part of the party, but I don't want to admit why, or I want to get there through some coercive way uh, because I'm ashamed." Uh, I've certainly felt that way in um, different groups, you know, wanting to be a part of the party or um, a part of Christianity too. You know, when I first came to faith. Uh, I wanted to be in the church, but didn't want to say that I wanted to be there. You know what I mean? I wanted to sing the hymns, but didn't want to, because that I felt like was a a confession of faith, if I actually stood up and and sang these songs. So those are kind of my reactions. I wonder um, what spoke to you. I open it up to the crowd. trouble with a bigger audience is you're less <laughs> likely to speak. Um, I guess that's yeah. I'll just say real quickly what speaks to me in that I just feel um, for people that are so lonely during these times. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. I, um, that don't have the families or, or have conflicted relationships. I think Christmas really draws that out especially when you live somewhere in the South like the South where it's like 50 people, or, you know, finding your place, and I just really mourn for people that are lonely during that time. 
Yes, thank you. I, I had that thought too, and I, told, I plum forgot to say it. Um, I'm trying to talk like Andy Griffith. Um, and that's what I found Yeah, I, I, I. Yeah, totally. He's a. He's probably either never been married or a widower, um, um, or alienated everyone in his life because he's really a Grinch. You know, this is the Andy Griffith uh, version of the Grinch that stole Christmas and. Um, and and yeah and uh, and that's unfortunate because often those people who who really need the love the most are are pushing it away and it, it comes out in the season because of the the um, it's cold you know um, families gathering there's a sentimentality attached to Christmas um, all those things that can um, I, I think I read somewhere that. Uh, January is a really terrible month for a lot of people in terms of like depression and uh, you know to uh, you know with the fact that they had certain hopes about Christmas or um, weren't around the people they wanted to be around or they are in financial ruin um, and and Christmas really highlights that because of you know you spend a lot of money uh, in travel and gifts and Christmas trees and the like so yeah thank you yeah. It's like Ben's uh, interpretation of the law that he's trying to live behind, you know, he's is what actually convicts him that changes his own heart. You know, he's trying to get the guy locked up and has no compassion for the situation and yeah. Christmas and the way they even shot the scene with him looking back into the jail. He's not actually in jail, but he's, he's behind, behind bars. Yeah. You know? Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a thought about that, but it's left me. I, that, that was a great image, one of the best in the in the episode when he's behind the the bars. Other reactions? <coughs> Spencer, you look thoughtful. I'm gonna pick on you. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. We didn't see that on Fox, NBC, ABC. Yeah, why is that? Why did that happen? And this is like probably 1965-ish or something. Um, you know, what's changed? Um, or do you think that's true? Um, that you, you might not see something like this nowadays because it is so blatantly Christian. If you noticed up on the screen, they were advertising for new shows. And one of them was happily divorced. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. So it's like reality. Yeah. Uh, golly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 I'll bring in. Um, you'll see it last with next week if you come with the Twilight Zone. But in the the third week of this, when I bring in the the Peanut Special, you really see the the Christian connections. It's so blatant. Um, and. Uh, yeah, w what happens now is more of like Christmas is about, you know, Santa Claus and getting together and eating some ham and morality. Uh, yeah, maybe morality. Yeah, you know, that's the elf on the shelf. If you don't know about that, you know, but regardless of whether or not the elf on the shelf existed, Santa was always the elf on the shelf, you know, um, in terms of the naughty and nice. And it doesn't work. Now that I have children, I'm really seeing the kind of like, where, why did we ever think that this was a good idea? Because it doesn't, it doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't penetrate my children at all in terms of, 
you know, be nice or you don't get any Christmas presents. And then they turn around and whack each other, you know. Uh, <laughs> but for some reason, we keep feeding ourselves with the, um, the, the morality bit. Um, yeah, Spencer's got a thought. Uh, I would say I've thought of this because in the service, Andrew, when talking about the food drive, said, well, we really should be thinking about this kind of stuff all year round. Here they all these acts of compassion. It's it's Christmas, so let's let them out. It's Christmas, so let's forgive. Let's go. As if we should be let's more go volunteer now. Yeah. Compassionate and right. giving now. Right. And don't worry about it so much the rest of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. A lot of people volunteer, and and it's great that it's happening, but it's not always a year-round. We're donating because of taxes. You know, you got to get it in between now and uh, December 31st if you haven't yet. So um, it might have less to do with Christmas and more with tax forms. But you know, hey. <laughs> um, any other reactions? How did this speak to you, or what did it draw out of you? What, what character, perhaps? Um, maybe you relate to Andy Griffith more than I do, and um, you know, uh, bless you for that. Um, yeah. Do you have a thought? Uh, Andy Griffith, I think, is a lot of his shows have a goodness to it. And, I mean, it was, like you say, it's blatant about Christianity. Yeah. But there's also some simple uh, feelings of just being good to each other. Uh. But um, some of the other episodes of Andy Griffith, there's, you know, he'll get serious. Hmm. You can tell when because he, he'll smoke cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> which they don't do anymore either. Yeah. No, yeah. Watch TV, nobody smokes a cigarette anymore, unless they're a bad guy. But the simplicity of it is just that. Yeah. Still, if you, if you can't watch that episode and feel some Something charity towards yeah. your fellow man, and, you know, the, the differences in, uh, you know, whether you yeah and if there if there ever was a man like Annie Griffith who's probably um, been convicted by something like the good news you know and that's overflowing in his life and 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 uh, and it, it, the the fruits of the spirit take different shapes. It's almost ob it's so obvious with someone like Andy. But then you look at Ben. You know, I mean, the spirit's at work in someone like his li his life. But um, from external appearances, that's difficult to see. I don't know if I brought this up in the children's books class, but I've been hearing or heard a couple times this kind of aphorism lately. And, and actually, like aphorisms for the most part are really bad. Um, they're really trite and cliche and the opposite of something like uh, what God has in store for us but this one says don't judge your insides by someone else's outsides and I think that's just uh, brilliant you know that's kind of like don't keep up with the Joneses <laughs> whether it's financial or uh, moralistic um, it's um, you can't discern the heart of someone like Ben very clearly, but the Holy Spirit might be at work. And today's scripture passage is, or verse is, and suddenly there was 
uh, with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. That is from Luke chapter 2, verses 13 through 14. And um, here's a new dismissal for you. Go forth into the world and share the good news of God's love. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God.